0: Hello, good friends. Welcome to the Bill Press Pod this Wednesday morning, November 9, the morning after, and a great chance for us to get together and talk about the results of yesterday's midterm election. Now, you know, uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been telling all of my fellow Democrats, including a phone call yesterday with a former member of Congress, I've been telling them, don't despair. The polls are wrong. The media is full of shit. We're going to do better than expected. So look, this morning, as much as I hate to say, I told you so, hmm, I told you so. In fact, I had to laugh out loud this morning at some of the headlines I saw on CNN. Quote, it wasn't the night Republicans wanted. (laughs) Politico, the red wave that wasn't. Even the Drudge Report. Republicans in shock, and toxic Trump in MAGA meltdown. But my favorite was from MSNBC, who summed it up. Uh, we love alliteration, don't we? Quote, Dobbs deniers Donald boost Dems. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Now, we didn't have a great night. Yeah, there are some real disappointments, and at this hour— Uh, Too many really important races are still hanging in the balance, too close to call or too uncertain to call. But look, Republicans didn't have a great night either. All their bragging about a big red tidal wave proved as false as their claim that Donald Trump won the 2020 election. So on the big picture, where do we stand right now? Well, let's take a look. As of about 9.30 Wednesday morning in Washington, 1.00. Control of the House of Representatives is still a big unknown. Democrats were able to hold on to several competitive seats and even flip a couple of seats. And while the odds are that Republicans will still gain control of the House, it's not going to be by much. In fact, Kevin McCarthy's great big victory party in Washington last night turned out to be a big bust. (laughs) He was supposed to be dancing on tables by now. Instead, He's still biting his nails. That's the House. Two, control of the Senate is still a big unknown. At this point, it looks like Democrats will at least hold the Senate to a 50-50 tie, which means, of course, with Kamala Harris there presiding, uh, Democrats maintain control of the Senate. Still might even pick up one or two seats. At the state level, this is really big news, Democrats scored big among governors, even in some races that the media reported as close. And, you know, that's really important now for a couple of reasons. One, because in so many states, Republicans control the state legislatures. And two, because the Supreme Court seems determined to throw more and more big issues down to the states to decide, like abortion, and it looks like affirmative action. So we need those Democratic governors to really hold the line. And fourth, on abortion rights, three states, California, Michigan, and Vermont, overwhelmingly passed state initiatives affirming a woman's right to choose. California even put it in the state constitution, totally defying the um, Supreme Court stops decision. Uh, there are initiatives in two other states, Kentucky and Montana, uh, that are still um, too close to call. All right, so let's break it down and take a little closer look. At this point, again, we don't know all the results, far from it, probably won't know until the end of the week. But at this point, on among the governors, Democrats reelected. Jared Polis in Colorado, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. Yeah, they said that was going to be close. Baloney. Kathy Hochul, same thing, said it was going to be close. It wasn't. Kathy Hochul in New York, first full term for her. Tony Evers in Wisconsin, so so important. Janet Mills in Maine, Gavin Newsom in California, J.B. Pritzker in Illinois, Dan McGee in Rhode Island. That's that's great news, and even better. Democrats elected three exciting new governors. Josh Shapiro over Donald Trump's Dan Mastriano, election denier in Pennsylvania. Big win for Josh Shapiro. Wes Moore, great up-and-coming Democrat. The first African-American governor of the state of Maryland, overwhelmingly elected last night. Again, over Donald Trump's endorsed candidate Dan Cox, then in Massachusetts, Mara Healy, the new governor of Massachusetts, Massachusetts getting back to a Democratic governor, uh, which it should always have, seems to me. Mara Healy, believe it or not, the first female governor of Massachusetts, first woman ever elected governor of Massachusetts, and the first openly lesbian woman elected governor in any one of the 50 states. History really being made with Josh Shapiro, Westmore, and Mara Healy still uh two very very important races uh governor's races that are up in the air yet uh in Oregon uh Tina Kotek is ahead but hasn't that race hasn't been called uh and in Arizona Katie Hobbs is leading again that race has not been called so Oregon and Arizona still to be decided sadly we didn't make it and with Stacey Abrams in Georgia, Better O'Rourke in Texas, or Charlie Crist in Florida. That's it for governors. On the United States Senate front, uh, the biggest win of the night, absolutely, was John Fetterman in Pennsylvania against that fake TV doctor, Mehmet Oz, again, Donald Trump's candidate. But in addition, Democrats also elected uh, a new senator in Vermont. Uh, congressman pete welsh peter welsh a good friend of mine uh democrats also reelected chris van holland in maryland michael bennett they said that was going a bit close uh-uh michael bennett reelected in colorado patty murray in washington state and maggie hassan against um don bulldog donald trump's candidate uh in new hampshire Again, media reported that was going to be a nail-biter. It wasn't. Mikey Hassan winning big time uh, in New Hampshire. So at this point, Arizona still undecided. Mark Kelly way ahead. Uh, And in Nevada, still undecided. But Catherine Cortez Masto, actually, who's who's behind at this point, um, is expected to do very well among the uncounted male ballot votes So let's hope that goes the right way as well. And in Georgia, uh, yeah, we're most likely headed to a runoff between Senator Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. Uh, Runoff uh, will be in December, forget what date, but uh, everybody says, not everybody, but most people say the advantage in the runoff will be to Raphael Warnock because uh, Brian Kemp will not be on the ballot. Uh, so a lot of Republicans won't be turning out voting for the Republican candidate for governor, and there'll be no independent um, libertarian candidate on the ballot either. So I hope that goes the right way. Counting on that, going the right way in December. On the uh, flip side, unfortunately, we lost uh, Florida. We lost North Carolina. And in the biggest disappointment of the night for me personally, um, Tim Ryan lost in Ohio uh, to the phony J.D. Vance. I thought Tim Ryan ran a great, great campaign, really um, representing and presenting the message that Democrats had to to working men and women. Uh, he's, still, he's still a young guy, so I got a great future, and I think we'll see a lot more of Tim Ryan, and I hope so. On the House of Representatives front, again, this is a big deal, friends. You know that. This is a big deal. Everybody said... And history sort of shows that this was going to be the Republicans' night in the House. Last night was going to be a slam dunk. They were going to take over the House. They were talking 20, 30-some seats. Uh, did not happen. Even though they only have to pick up five seats, at this point, a control of the House of Representatives is still undecided. There are that many seats that still uh, have, to, have to be counted uh, and called. By the way, the average pickup for the opposition party in a president's first term is to pick up average 28 seats. That's been true since 1946. Uh, Republicans are going to get, if they do control, win control of the House, which I've got to admit is still likely, certainly possible, maybe likely, um, they're not going to get anywhere close to uh, 28. They may squeak out control of the House but it's not going to be the triumph that the media has been been predicting and that Kevin McCarthy has been crowing about. Uh, Just one footnote on the uh, House races. I, I can't resist because the last time I checked in Colorado, that crazy Lauren Boebert is losing to Democrat Adam Frisch. I mean, look, this race hasn't been called yet, but how sweet it would be to throw that crazy gun nut out of the Congress. So let's uh, fingers crossed for uh, good things for Adam Frisch uh, in Colorado. So that's kind of the landscape as I see it right now with still um, keep hope alive for uh, more good news before the end of the week. Uh, uh, and you know, everybody does it, so I'm going to do it. Um, if you look at Politico or The Hill or all the other sources, CNN today, they all have five takeaways from the midterm elections okay here from the bill press pod are my five takeaways again it's going to be a few more days before we learn all the results and for no know for sure who's going to control the house and the senate but i think we can already draw a few lessons from what we've what we know so far one elections work right i mean there were a few glitches here and there, as there are in every election, but despite all the predictions about chaos, overall, everything worked smoothly yesterday. Even Republicans accepted the importance, finally, of early voting and vote by mail and tried to boost their their presence uh, in, in those areas, maybe a little too late. But once again, I think the most important thing is we proved that the United States has the best, the most accurate and the most honest system of elections on the planet, no matter what Donald Trump says. So good for us. And the turnout just showed again that people really do care and they're willing to stand in long lines. I said long lines in Washington, D.C. yesterday at a couple of polling places. People care. Uh, and they want to make their, make sure their vote and their voice, their vote is counted and their voice is heard, number one. Number two, let's look at the media. I mean, to me, if anybody has egg on their face this morning, it's got to be so many of our political, lazy, I'd call them political reporters, who simply swallowed Republican propaganda, who reported that all Americans cared about was the price of gas, who spent the last month, breathlessly reporting how Democrats are going to get totally wiped out, who said Republicans were gaining in every race they looked at for governor, for Senate, or for the House. And now they all have to spend their time writing stories explaining how they got it so wrong. I mean, they just didn't do their job. I hope that there are a lot of come-to-Jesus meetings in just about every newsroom in the country where uh, editors say, look, we got to get back to just reporting the news and stop trying to predict or influence the outcome of every race. Clearly, a lot of these reporters didn't know what they were talking about. They just made shit up. Um, And I think they should all be embarrassed today, Uh, rightfully so, embarrassed today. Uh, Yeah. And the third point, same thing to say about the polls once again, the pollsters—they—they they look even worse than the media. Because I don't know about you, but after they got it so wrong in 2016 and 2020, I didn't believe one single poll this year. I didn't trust any of them, and rightfully so. So, uh, so I'm not a pollster. Uh, I mean, it's a science. I've never studied it. But I used to depend on it. All I got to say is, I think they need to reinvent their entire operation, or just shut everything down. Because clearly, in this age of smartphones and the internet, they do not know how to read American voters. They just don't get it wrong. Uh, So I, I think they've lost all credibility, and they've got to, again, reinvent themselves or go out of business. My fourth takeaway, Joe Biden. Look, if it was a good night for Democrats, let's admit it was also a good night for Joe Biden. He didn't hold a lot of campaign rallies, but he showed up in the right places for the right candidates, who won, by the way. Um, He may not win any popularity contests, but I think the election results, you have to admit, show that after the chaos of the Donald Trump White House, Americans do appreciate having a steady hand at the helm, uh, and they recognize that the president, uh, despite very slim margins in the Congress... Uh, has been able to get a lot done in the first two years. And this was kind of a maybe a backhanded uh, sort of um, say, all right, Joe, you're doing a pretty good job. Uh, and we're, we're okay with it. Which leads me to number five, my fifth takeaway, if there's any big loser in last night's returns, it is Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, like Kevin McCarthy, he called all of his mega big shots down to, mar-a-lago they're going to have this big party claim victory donald trump is king and basically announce that he's going to run in 2024 and that was another big huge bust in fact at the end of the evening all donald trump could say was quote it was an interesting evening (laughs) that's the best he could say about it so uh i think if there's one big lesson out of the 2020 midterms it's this that the Republicans had better rethink their plan to stick with Donald Trump and to anoint him as their frontrunner and to rally around him for 2024. Look, Donald Trump is, he's not toast yet, but he's on his way. He is not the man to save the Republican Party. He's the man to destroy it if he hasn't already done so. Bad night for Donald Trump. Well, uh, that's about well, I, that's as far as I can go, and as much as we know about uh, what happened yesterday, so far. Uh, but you know, by Friday, we should have almost all the results, uh, just in time for our regular reporters' roundtable. So um, we will um, we'll be back on Friday with our reporters' roundtable and have a chance to really dig into uh, and assess the impact of all the results of the 2020 midterm elections so uh enjoy the day feel better about america today and about the direction uh of our country uh keep watching the results and come back and join us on friday for our reporters roundtable and the next edition of the bill press pod thanks for being there today